is where it starts right now. The fifth pick will be made by Detroit Pistons. Wow, Detroit fell all the way out. <laughs> you can't even make that it up. Means there are four remaining. Houston, San Antonio, the Charlotte Hornets. I'm sad. It's just not funny. Not funny. Oh man. Oh wow. That's that sucks a lot. Oh man. Kevin Ollie, you are I don't know. I don't even know what to say. I just want to cry. It sucks a lot. A lot. Fifth. We sucked for no reason. Yeah, last year was for nothing. My father's conspiracy theory is out. Why don't they show the balls There's- getting picked? Why are they, they hit it in the back room? I don't know. I don't know. They do it in the back room, but they have like media people there. Damn, dude, that's crazy. Fifth, statistically this... the most likely outcome. <sighs> the NBA is so broken. To me, I don't understand how you can win seventeen games and you don't even get a top three pick. Not even a top four pick, Grant. Not even a top four. Just turned into a dark night. All right. Well, oh, let's clap on. Let's just clap on three, just so I can see. Actually, no, we do not have to. Because cheers. 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 Hundred and twenty-one. To the Wemby sweepstakes. I wonder what's going to happen. Water. <laughs> With me, I'm like Spurs fan. Water. Water. Aquafina. Mm. No free ads, though. Tap. Aquafina. Okay. Tap. Water. Well, let me just clarify we have a special guest on. Mm-hmm. A special, special guest. Capital S. <laughs> His name's Cody. He's Cody with a C. He's been on the show before mm-hmm. for a snake draft, mm-hmm. been on live draft streams. Yes. Bowl to three hundred with the flu. Yes. Also beat Alex and Dad. And had a day. and had a podcast. People forget that. Yeah, uh, no, they don't. Had a, you tell everyone. Had a podcast. Uh, it's dead because simply expert. shot of Michigan sports simply swallowed the state um, number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan, <laughs> as you know. So there wasn't a lot of listeners left for me. So uh, yeah, we're also working on a branch office deal at ESPN. Yep. Um, we are <laughs> growing fast. <laughs> <laughs> yes happy to have you cody he fits in like a glove evan for those wondering what's going on with evan evan got caught up with baseball activities mm. um what's new as you can imagine when dealing with high schools usually evan comes on here <laughs> hot and bothered with the story from practice this time it blooded a little too long so we called cody last minute see if he wanted to join so credit to him and now he's joining us on the number one sports show in the state of Michigan. And the worst day. Allegedly. Of the week. Today is Tuesday, the worst day of the week, May 16th, 2023. It's 8.41 p.m. And 
see, I originally had written down it's lottery night, um, but now it's, it's lottery night. And sorry, I was, I was, <laughs> I was watching the Tigers pummel the Pirates for nothing right now. Yeah, Luke, <laughs> is that happening? You, Luke, is. yeah, Torque is two doubles, and I think Riley Green's three for three. We are almost we needed that over with the boycott. Think, We're so close. I think Lorenzen's, Lorenzen's on a two hitter right now. So, Alex, I expect nope, it's up when, to five. When we get to five hundred, I need to see you in Comerica. Sorry, just <laughs> just the first game. You just have to end the boycott. Yeah, in the stadium. I mean, I was just going to turn <laughs> it on the TV, but <laughs> Alex's. I, first I guess I could just go to a game by myself. <laughs> Well, let me look. I'm looking at the schedule. (laughs) You know it. First game back, we're losing 15-0. That's a fact. (laughs) Thursday, May 25th, I will be in Comerica. This team is terrible. And then the boycott will be back on. Rodriguez is just going to get shellacked in the first inning. Give him like eight runs. (laughs) Yep. Like everything's going to go wrong in one night. Um, Just like tonight. Everything went incredibly wrong. Um, by now, probably you've seen Alex and I's reaction. We did record that. It's pretty. I was I was telling uh, Alex Cody before you joined that I'm trying to remember back to what I did. I think I just started laughing maniacally like the Joker, like it's an origin story. Like it was just. Uh, and I think Alex pointed out I was saying verbally it's not funny as I was laughing to myself <laughs> because I knew it wasn't funny, but I just was laughing to hide the pain. It was really bad. Yeah, it was dark. It was really I mean, dark. I was laying in bed. I, I uh, everything was chalk, and I was like, "Oh my god, we're actually going to get one Vinyama. And then he goes, "Pistons." And I was like, I audibly screamed <laughs> no at the TV. The dog looked at me like I murdered somebody in bed, and um, I don't know. I just I couldn't be more disappointed. But th- I think we should be used to this. You know what kind of sucks too is I really thought. We were on the hinge of going to commercial break, but we weren't. Yeah. Like, no, you could tell that like, fourth was the commercial. I, I think I'd be less shocked if we were just if we just been in the top four, and even if we were four, I would have been less mad than I am now. I'm just like I don't know what to think. How did we fall all the way to five? I, we were either going to be fifth or first. Yeah. I've convinced myself <laughs> we were either five or one. <laughs> Statistically, most likely to be fifth. Every lottery sim. I know, Alex, but it's like. Said it all morning, just in case. But it's still a coin flip. It's, it is, but then once you get through that, then your odds go way up to get. Grant, one. we ran the tankathon right before, and we I clicked it like thirty five times, and I got fifth like twenty eight of the thirty five times. We knew it. Well, we didn't we want did. to believe it. We didn't win the Wembenyama sweepstakes. Don't play, but we won the Thompson twin sweepstakes. Osar Thompson, you are a Detroit Piston. And you will be Kevin a Guangdong Tiger in 2027. <laughs> it's just it's that simple. <laughs> We're bringing Kevin Alley with him. Oh, man. That's rough. That's rough. I mean, we just went from Monty Williams and Wen Banyama to Kevin <laughs> Alley and Oster Thompson. Listen, we don't want Monty hey, Williams. I will second that. I guess I didn't realize what the Suns' record was before they brought in Chris Paul. I. Rosillo said it today. I believe there was, was thirty four. Ryan Rosillo put you in the right direction. They were thirty four and thirty nine before Chris Paul joined that team. And no matter what you think about Chris Paul, he did more for that team than Monty Williams ever did. Stay woke. That's all I'm saying. Just just bring in Kevin Ollie. It's inevitable. Oh, Sar Thompson. What we're going to talk about on today's show? We got the recaps. 
we have some listener questions that are good. We're going to have to save two of them. They're Evan-specific. Um, he's not here to answer them, so we're going to save those. That is funny. We have some Lions talk because um, the schedule got released. We also have – oh, glad for Cody. We got a little LeBron James talk beginning because that's really consuming yeah. my life right now. Lions talk, um, the lottery, and then, Cody, this is going to be on the fly. We have our PJ Championship picks, favorite and long oh, shot. Man. So um, I'll pull them up. Hopefully you can <laughs> – Craft something from the dome <laughs> at the end of the show. Oh, by the way. And we're also, this is, yo, you're on the win-loss predictions. Wow, that's a huge, you're going to be on the graphic. <laughs> we'll have to get Evans written down as well. <laughs> Come on. But we have our an, annual May predictions graphic. Um, let's start with, it's hard not to start the lottery. We're going we're gonna to table it, guys. We're going to compartmentalize. We're going to talk about it later. Um, we're going to start with is weekly recaps. So Alex. Always starts with you. What have you done since May 9th? <sighs> Wednesday, May 9th. I golf. Uh, <laughs> play golf with my dad, neighbor, and Cody on Saturday. Stonebridge, nice course. Um, nice. Played like shit. Okay. Uh, my luck was pretty bad. My one story from this will be like the uh, Pistons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, very similar. Just nothing was really going my way. Is what it is. I looked at Cody. Right. And I was like, you know, man, I just got no luck today. And he's like, yeah, it'll, it'll turn around for you. I hit a bad shot. Goes in the fairway. I'm like, I said to Cody in the car, I'm like, you know, my luck is turning around. You're right. Next shot, hit it right on the screws, dead in the middle of the club. I'm looking up, it's going straight, and then my. Hands feel weird. I'm like, what happened? Look up, and uh, my club head is flying 40 yards forward on the same ball flight. Um, there's water in this hole. It's a carry hole to the pin. So hmm. when your club head falls off, the ball inevitably goes shorter. Even though I hit it perfect, comes up short, and ploofs into the hazard. Poof. And then Cody just looks at me. I look at him and he's like, I'm sorry, dude. You're not a lucky person. You never will be. <laughs> and uh, he laughed for two holes about it. So then I was like, you know what? This is uh, it's time to drink some high noons for the rest of this 18. Nice. And I had a good Hell time. Yeah. Um, and then Sunday was Mother's Day. I actually, Saturday and I went to a bonfire. Um, yeah. Project X is what it sounds like. I left it like 1230 because I'm old. <laughs> But apparently, they mine. someone was running a mile, and I don't know what happened. I don't know. My comment was only on the like amount of people that were listed to go when you guys were playing, and I was like, "That's a lot of people." I mean, I didn't invite anyone. I was just <laughs> big fire. Yeah, I mean, there was a lot of people there, I guess. Uh, but it was, you know, basically, I feel like at bonfires you just recycle conversations you've had ten thousand times, just sometimes with different people. So everyone's heard the conversation, but they might have just talked about it with somebody else. I think that's, that's how just, I felt the whole time. I think that's just called like growing up. Like you just tell the exact same stories from when you were eighteen to twenty-two just for the rest of your life. Talk about stuff we did in high school. Yep. Talk about the future of our high school football program. Um, tell stories about stuff that everyone's heard the story. Like movie, movie quotes, quotes yeah. Uh, just just classic stuff, and I just. I looked at uh, cheese and I was like, you know, 
I feel like I've had this conversation like 30 times. He's like, yeah, me too, but never with you. So this is a, this is a new one. <laughs> and so, yeah, did that Saturday night. And then Sunday was Mother's Day. And my Mom. So I was in the, the town of T. And uh, my grandparents came over as well. And we had steak on the grill. Pretty good. What kind of cut? Uh, what's the round, smaller one? I I don't Five. remember. Filet mignon. Mignon. Yeah, it's filet. Wow, mignon. Filet mignon. French. Is that French? Stop. Because we didn't get him. Stop. And then um, yesterday was golf league. How'd you shoot? And we won. Tw- well, my dad was not there, so I had a sub. Ben, podcast listener. We didn't play that great, but we won twenty-one and a half to eight and a half, so it was a good victory. Kind of just crapped on whoever you played if you didn't play that great and took that many points. <laughs> well, they shot fifty and fifty-nine. Okay, well, so it wasn't tough. Yeah. That's it's like it's like if me and yeah. Grant were paired up out there. There were yeah yeah, yeah very similar <laughs> honestly. Uh, there were a lot of big numbers out there yesterday, so. <laughs> That's it. And now I, now I'm here, yeah. Nice. To Cody. Yeah. Um, gosh. What have you done since so the last time you were on the episode? <laughs> what have you done the last two years? Got a house, got a gauge, you know, living life. Um, Saturday, didn't do anything Friday. You know, it was a long day, long work week. So uh, just kind of kicked it at home, watched, uh, watched some hockey, NBA. Saturday. Oh, went to Muck's, Muck's Pub for dinner. Um, there was an art fair in T-Town, so every restaurant in the world was packed. But, you know, Old Reliable will always be there with a bar seat waiting for you, and that's Muck's Pub. Saturday, took a trip no up to the Somerset Collection in Troy. Had to get Paige no. a dress for, her, for our engagement pictures. So um, Nice. Had to do that. Nice, fun drive. Went to Sweet Green. Um, that's a hot, hot new salad place. Grant, I feel like you'd love sweet green. Went there twice. Went there twice this weekend, actually. Pretty bussin'. I feel like they had them in New York. Yeah, they did. Um, big fitness guy now. So, yeah. And then, yeah, Sunday was Mother's Day. We went to Ann Arbor for Paige's mom. We went to the Pretzel Bell. Good spot. Good spot downtown. And then I made dinner for my mother here at my home. I made steaks, like you, Alex. Uh, what cut? Ribeye. Rib I'm not. I'm not rich like Alex, so um, I, we couldn't afford the me. Okay, mignons. we'll get there. Nothing, nothing wrong. <laughs> the podcast brings in a lot of money. Um, mushrooms, roasted broccoli, and then I made mini fruit tarts for dessert. So, was mm. chefing it up this weekend, and now I'm here. You're an adult. Yep. Who would have thought? Oh yeah, I saw a picture of the fruit tarts. That's what that is. I was thinking of candy. That's not what you meant. Yeah. Sorry. Fruit tartlets. Like some good old chewy sweet tarts. That's where my brain kind of kind of like I the, was uh, thinking not that. The fruit Don't pizza that Hunter it. makes for the fantasy draft. Similar to that, but mini version. Shout out Hunter. Because I know he's listening Shit. to this doomsday right now about the pistons. Yes. Did you uh crazy question for you there, Cody? Do you have any chickpeas on your sweet green salad? I did not. Why? I've just become a huge chickpeas guy, and I just Grant, want to share I that love with other people. Bought chickpeas 
in this apartment and you looked at me and you're like, why would you eat those? Embrace the bait. I was, why, I was why do chickpeas and garbanzo beans exist when they're the same thing and they're right next to each other at the grocery store? Great so I was about to say, I, I've been told they are the same thing. Yeah. I don't know the difference right. if there is one. I like a good chickpea. Because I was... I have both, though. In my a cabinet right now. text exchange I had with Marissa once. I was like, where do I find chickpeas in the grocery store? I cannot find them. She goes, did you go to the bean aisle? I was like, I, I did. But she's like, garbanzo beans. I go, well, why are they called chickpeas? She goes, that's like their nickname. And I was like, well, that makes yeah. no sense. It, it, I mean, it's, it's pointless. You know what's really good, Grant? A good crunchy chickpea? They sell yeah, those. I have those. You put those in a salad. Okay. Gives you a little crunch. Plus the chickpea flavor. That's not my favorite, oh. though. It's not my favorite. Oh, uh, you like mushy. I like mushy you like, chickpeas. You like it if, as if, you know, your daycare lady blended up your entire lunch in a blender and you had to drink it. <laughs> oh, no. Guys- that only happened to me? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you guys microwave your chickpeas? No. Okay. No, I, I didn't know if they were supposed to be cold or heated ever. Do you like hummus, yeah, I guess Good. Yeah. Hummus is cold, I think, unless you uh, put yours in a, hummus, a pot. Hummus is just blended chickpeas. Yeah, actually, we weren't talking about cold temperature. We're talking about te- what? Sorry, I eat my food out of a blender. This is riveting. This is what people wanted to distract them from the dry fodder. Yeah. Chickpea talk. I Thinking of me crazy. eating out of a blender. <laughs> Cody, did you have any more? I don't want to take the mic away from you too early. Did you have any no, more? He said he was no, I live a pretty boring adult life, so just, I'll pass the mic. I'm basically Grant. Okay. I watched a movie. Oh, what movie? Exciting for me. Air. Oh. I watched Air. Did you go? No. No, it was. was. It came out on Prime. Yeah. I guess I'll be watching it. But I'm guessing Air wasn't on your list, so you didn't make a dent. Uh, Evan's the one with the big list. Grant's list isn't huge. Mm, It's 20 deep. Everyone's list is pretty big. I mean, there's a lot of movies out there. It got bumped to the top of the list because I was like, ooh. Overall, though, not going to spoil too much for Alex. There's not really much you can spoil because it's a real story. Like, people know, like, spoiler alert. Just, is it a good movie? They signed, they signed Michael Jordan. It's okay. I would say if I was born in, like, the 80s, I'd like it more because they really leaned into the nostalgia factor. Like, they got, they even showed photos at the end in the credits of, like, matching the scenes. So they did a really good job of the music, um, the clothes they wore, the car, Phil Knight drives. So that was good. Matt Damon carried it. He really was like 90% of the movie. I would say like Ben Affleck and Jason Bateman didn't do that much. Like they were sprinkled in. Well, Ben um, Affleck directed it. People forget that. Did I he? I believe so. So he was busy doing that. Viola did Burger King song out at a time like this. Just trying to put on a Lakers Nuggets game in the background. Viola Davis, uh, Jordan's mom. I thought she was a great actress. I thought she did really well. In that Agreed. she really convinced me her son was good, which is kind of crazy how cocky I know it worked out, but how cocky they portrayed it where like she's just like, Yeah, my son will be the best athlete of any sport ever. I think a lot of moms do that, even in youth sports. Actually, this was a conversation at the bonfire, really talking about how parents think that their parents. kid is the next sliced bread. Yeah, like if you don't get any playing yeah. time and they just chew out the the youth football coach like correct that's exactly the conversation we had yep that we probably all had classic bonfire recycle conversation mm-hmm. alex there's one funny scene i'm gonna spoil but it's well, not I that free, important. Didn't. it's just funny though 
when uh <laughs> i'm sorry but it's like at the end after all the pain they go through they land jordan and is that trying to mute me is he taking this seriously <laughs> i think he is i think he, I think he muted me so <laughs> cody what a loser it's not like, <laughs> all right this is funny because damon comes into the middle of the room and he's like hey everybody we signed Michael Jordan. And I was like, imagine being like an intern at Nike and going crazy. Like, yeah, we signed Jordan. <laughs> and the, them all jumping up and down. I thought that was just a comical scene. Yeah, especially like That's hindsight Alex. when you're like, I know they signed Jordan. You know what I mean? Uh, like, it's just. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, Alex. Thanks. Alex. You good? Yeah. What did you do? You muted me? I just muted my headphones. Oh, okay. Um, so that was, I would, okay, rating, I would say in the sevens, seven something out of ten. Feels right. It my sister top said of my it was mind. good. It wasn't top of my mind when I woke up. And usually that's the test, the big cat test. You think of it in the morning. Agreed. Can I say something? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Um, the Tigers game just ended, and when we were doing our opening, they were in the seventh inning. Is baseball that fast now for real? It is. That's insane. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> I mean, that's wild. They were just starting the seventh. You're in for such an awakening when your boycott's done. <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah, that's quick. Speaking of excitement, added a new tool to my workout arsenal. Thank you, Aaron Donald. Turns out if you put a towel through the handle of a kettlebell, it changes the dynamics of a kettlebell. It's wild. I don't know how to describe it other than if you try it, but like, highly like recommend if you have a kettlebell. Where you're doing different workouts with it. It oh, makes yeah. it hard. Really it makes sure it harder mean. to grip. Oh. It makes it harder to grip because you're holding on to the towel, and like it also makes doing like curls and rows easier because the handle on a kettlebell is hard to get both hands on. Where if you just have two ends of a towel, you can spread out your grip farther. Oh, I see and still saying. move it up. So you move yeah. it through in between. You curl like this like this yeah yeah or yeah. that and then like rows think about you can flip yeah. it and then row ah uh, um, i now understand that's smart balances like, the weight out yeah and like yeah because yeah. like putting your hands like that and trying to do those things doesn't yeah, base, you yeah. almost have to do You're basically making a knockoff like barbell just with a towel smart yeah smart yeah so shout Except out the, the towels Rams, i guess for posting <laughs> well yeah you gotta get a good towel <laughs> well not necessarily and then I went and Googled it because I was like, Aaron Downs doing it. I know he's like a freak at working out, but there has to be something to this. And they're like, it helps a lot with your grip strength as well. Like we talked about, because you're holding a towel to kind of balance everything as opposed to an actual piece of metal. So I enjoy it. We're, we're cool. We're a couple. You just stopped going to the gym? Cool. Huh? You just stopped going to the gym, I take it? I haven't been in the actual gym gym in a little bit. I have been doing a lot more home workouts because they've been effective. Well, it doesn't look like it. And I'm gearing up because my gym access is going to be going away shortly. So I'm kind of, instead of diving into it more, I'm prepping for life without it for a little bit. Even though you could just get a, so I got a gym membership. 45 pound kettlebell and a pair of 15 pound dumbbells. I'm sure you're going to go far with those. Because the dumbbells are really just for my shoulders. Because I can't, I don't know how people do shoulder raises like 20 or higher. I mean, that, that's hard for me. I'll be I'll be These? transparent with everyone. Like uh lateral raises. Yeah. yeah, unless I'm throwing my body around, 20's like my max. 
Oh, I do 30s, but... I think I also, my shoulder hurts me a lot sometimes too. I get nervous. So I stay with 15s and just do a lot of reps. Yeah, my shoulders pop out. So that it's just not really smart for me. I'm, I've simply gone to 30s just out of need because at the time I go to the gym, there's like a few women and smaller men that lift. And they all they all eat up the fifteens and twenties, um, so I just started going. You know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna choose the thirties, and you know it's some days I I it really hurts. I'll be honest. Sometimes when you have to do that, it's not fun. Yeah, but yeah. you gotta do what you, you can. Always do. take fives. They're always available. Might as well just go. Home. Okay. <laughs> the end of our check-ins is two questions we had from listeners. Um, we can go kind of quickly through. One is from long listener Ben V. This is a tough one. He says this. If you had to give one up, would you give up watching all sports, in-person television highlights, or give up playing all sports, never golf or shoot hoops or anything again? Caveat, you're allowed to watch your children play sports through high school, which is very specific now that I read it. Like once they get to college, if they get to college, you're done. <laughs> yeah. You can watch them through high school. What would you guys do? I have my answer and I feel pretty good about defending it. I'm just curious. Which I have my answer. So Wilkins, why don't you go first? I think Cody's had the least, <clears throat> least amount of time. To think I think mine this. would be, whew, gosh, I think mine would be play probably because the only thing that makes it somewhat of a toss up is, is golf really. Um, because mm-hmm. if you think about it, we're Alex is on a rec league for basketball, but I'm already past like my regular basketball days. There's not really any other sports I'm ever going to play. I'm on a bowling league. That's not really a sport. Let's just be honest. Let's call it spade a spade there. So it's really golf. And so we can bowl. I can only really golf like oh my god. No, Alex. We can. You, you can only really golf in Michigan like four or five months out of the year, depending how dedicated you really are. So, and. I can watch sports year round and whenever I'm through my movie list or I'm through Netflix or whatever that might look like, I can always throw a baseball game on NBA. And I think there's so much more adrenaline. Like think about us watching the draft lottery, how exciting that was. I don't think I've ever been that excited to golf. I'll be honest. So that's, that's, I think where I lie. Um, I would also, now, this is much more difficult for me because I golf a lot. Yeah. And I like golf a lot. I put a lot of time into it. The basketball thing I can get over. I mean, you can still work out. You can still run. You can do everything, right? You can still do all that. Mm-hmm. And the amount of joy sports brings me watching just feels like it it passes what I can do playing at this point in my life. So therefore, I would give up playing sports. It would it suck, but I just can't imagine like what I would do if I didn't have the ability to watch sports because that is all I do. Like um, really, imagine imagine <laughs> I mean, the like what am I gonna do? Imagine the Lions go to the Super Bowl and everybody's telling you about it. They're like, "Dude, you gonna go to the Super Bowl?" No, I can't. I can't watch sports anymore. I I chose one day and I I chose playing. You know how miserable I just, that'd be. Our whole society talks about sports like when they happen. Our Every group chat I'm in is only pretty much about sports. And I just – I would feel so left out. I would have serious fun. God, you guys are making me want to change my mind. I wrote down give up watching. As but my you – yeah, I think that's the wrong answer. But You'd I miss out like, on so much. 
I would never want to do it, but if you said you had to give one up, I think I would try to use that fork in the road to just live a more adventurous, yeah. stress-free <laughs> life. Like fair. if I ha- if that's like, fine, Alex. Like we could just. I'd rather, I love memory, maybe, remembering the sad moments, though. The oh my God, would be like, so, so devastated. That's awesome. Because we care so much. Grant, there, Grant, what leads me to your side is is I'm like, oh no, gosh, I, I, I'm not able to watch the, the Red Box Bowl 7-6, to six, uh, Michigan State, Oregon. <laughs> like, oh no, take me, take me away, officer. Yeah, I, I would rather give up that. But there's, there's the highs. Yeah. Too. And then if you got like really good at golf, I don't know. It's just I was uh, saying, newsflash, Grant, not happening. You can't get good at golf because well, you couldn't watch sport. Like, would you be able to watch like golf videos like to improve your game? No. Yeah. Yeah, you can watch instructional okay. videos. No highlights though. No like Tiger Woods highlights. Okay. Well, I don't know. Suck, I think the, dude. That the would bigger part suck. Is, like, the social aspect. Like I want to hang out with you guys, and we're gonna. Gather around a TV like Michigan, Ohio State. Do I just sit at the table and not watch the TV, but like hang out with you guys? Like, how does that work? You don't get to go. <laughs> That's pretty much that. You never get to go. No, and then, go, like, can't watch. And it. then you'll be like, "Hey guys, I want. Let's all go golfing." And be like, "Yeah, sorry, dude, can't can't play sports." I know. It's a good question. We need to be in unison here, Grant. I'm not. I'm sticking to my guns. <sighs> but like, I okay. know. What are you gonna do? <laughs> What are you going to do from October to May? What are you going to what are you going to do? Roller hockey. What are you like I'll just become sick at every rec sport. You need people to play that with you. You guys. No, we can't. Yeah, you can. And even if we could, are we really going to want to play roller hockey on a Wednesday night? Probably not. Grit. Grant's yes. life would essentially be our our senior year or like the summer before college when we just played like free throw competitions and had hockey shootouts. Cage ball, Herrick ball, <laughs> rec league. But your your son your son um, tells you, Grant, I want to go. <laughs> Dad, I want to go to the football game. I want to go to the Lions game. I want to go to the Lions game. Dad, Sorry, I, son. I, I want to take can't. my mitt so I can catch a foul ball. Sorry, son. We can Ask play that at home. Well, my son's not bringing a foul ball, first of all, so, or a glove. That's a fact. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, that's a, also a good point. You guys are making good points. I'm, I'm considering switching at some point, but not right that's now. I mean, I really don't want to give up golf either, so I don't think it's it's a, it's a guaranteed lock either way. It's a hard, it's a hard question. Can we just, like, rotate years? Like, I'll go next year with no sports to play sports, what? and like, then we're, I'll we're change like a, it back. Crop cycle, like we're gonna plan. Well, no, like you can pick. You, you have like a date that you decide. You, you can see where all your teams are at and be like, "Oh, oh yeah, we don't." I can ben. pass on sports ben, this year. No, Ben gave us the question. <laughs> well, good thing it's Another bullshit and it'll never have to happen. Another great question from uh, also guest in front of the pod, Chief of Prop. He submitted this one, which has taken a new meaning now that we've seen the results of the lottery. I still stick with my answer, but this is the question. What great sports memory would you be willing to lose in exchange for the Pistons to win the draft lottery tomorrow, a.k.a. tonight? I'll go first to give anyone inspiration because mine's hot out the gates and I'll stand by and people may come for this take. I could do without lose the memory of Magli Ardonia. <laughs> that was the first thing that came to my head. I'll be honest. Was it? Yeah, because 
And my reasoning is simple. One, I saw it. I wasn't too young. So I do remember this and it was a cool moment, but it was a sweep. We yeah. beat them for nothing. It wasn't like game seven. And I know it was cool, but we were going to dust the A's at some point in the series. I like, we could have just gone to the world series in a normal fashion. And I would trade all that to get one by now. tonight. Easy. We also didn't win the world series that year. So it discounts that walk off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> This was a hard question because I don't know how high stakes you're supposed to go. Yeah. My my like biggest see. memories were what like Mich- beating Michigan uh, two years ago at home. Kenneth Walker five touchdown game. I don't think Victor Wembanyama. Neither of you would give no because we we right? we didn't even like. I was talking to Alex. That's an in person. I don't have elite any moment. pictures of that game because mm. Alex and I genuinely just weren't on our phone the entire game. We were that locked in. Just locked in. I was thinking like yeah, you can't give that one up. The Rose Bowl. I was thinking like maybe the Cotton Bowl win, just but that was like probably one of the best football games I've ever up. watched. Um, and I think out of the four major sports, baseball is probably my least favorite. So that's where I immediately went Ordonez. Yeah, I think it just depends. Also, you guys said where you saw it. Like I thought about doing pools buzzer buzzer beer, but I was at the St. Patrick's Day party, and I don't want to lose that memory because it was really fun. Mm-hmm. It just depends on how you consumed it. I was in my living room for Odornia, so again, it's like not. Mine might be really a hot take. Just flowing. Mine would be a hot fish. take if Evan was on the pod. I'd give up the cup? Peach Bowl for sure. Oh, I'd uh, give that up well, because yeah, you also you weren't there. Wasn't there. Too. Walker didn't play. Pickett didn't play. That all the best moments of that season had already happened. That's a decent point. I was on that trip with Evan, and I think as a trip, I, I know Evan would be furious. I I think the game at itself, maybe it it really was mad. I like mean, we played their third string quarterback. We ran for like twenty rushing yards, and the only like cool memory really that came I came back from I had fourteen still, points. Was Jane Reed rocking the baby on the guy like that? That was probably the best memory from. Well, I mean, yeah, and, I mean, if and you, Cal Halliday <laughs> picked six, but if you wrote them on paper and you were like Peach Bowl win versus third string QB versus getting the best prospect allegedly since yeah. LeBron, you would take <laughs> the prospect every yes. time. But Correct. the trip obviously plays a factor, so that that's a good one for the people that were there. I'm yeah, certainly not giving up question. the Cotton Bowl, Rose Bowl, none of those. Yeah, because Grant, you, I, I assume you wouldn't give up either of the last two wins against Ohio State, right? Correct. That, I, I feel like give up if the Big I, Ten well, I feel like in all three of our lives, two college footballs, one A. Like NBA is probably four or five on that list. I would give up Purdue. I would like I would have given up losing to Purdue because we still would have made the playoff with this past year. Oh, that, the that's Big Ten like a really. caveat, but yeah, yeah. It's a cheat. It's a cheat. Pistons title I would not give up because that was my childhood. I'd probably give up a Wings title. Let's be I'll, just completely. Uh, I'd be willing. I remember seeing it. I'd but... be willing to give up. Losing <laughs> I do remember watching to nothing it. to Alabama in the Cotton Bowl. I'd be willing to give that up. Yeah, I'd give that. Up. <laughs> That's big of you, Cody. <laughs> I'd give up the Arizona State losses. Yep. <laughs> okay, these are losses. Okay. All right. Speaking of losses, we're into the show now. The first thing I had. LeBron James, who we're watching now, go Nugs. They're up by 14 on my screen. Yeah, Lakers are dead. But the problem is, is that over, overall, LeBron James is a problem. We have hit the panic button for me. Good. Um, you should. Just scored. Jamal Murray's out there. That's good. It's just 
So Evans a non-LeBron guy. Cody's a non-LeBron guy. Alex is kind of pro-LeBron guy, but acknowledges mm, pro. It's pro. Just Alex is just a reasonable human being. That's just what it comes down to. I feel like it's okay. grown more into like a troll <laughs> gaslighting. Like a, a, a no, I really do. Us. No, I really do like LeBron, and I think he's a good dude off the court. He's a cornball. Does some weird shit that I don't love. He's getting weirder with his old age. He's like a dad. He's got bad dad humor. Well, he is a dad, yeah. But like, he gets so much slander. I have to, I have to root for him. And I, as a kid, I liked him a lot. He's just a liar. And that's a big thing I don't enjoy watching. You said Bronny is better you know? than a lot of guys in the NBA right now. That was an absurd statement. It's his son. It's the his son. What's he going to say? My son sucks. Yes. He's not say when that. he said like, no team I've been on has a yes. history of flopping when there's like five minute highlight reels of LeBron flopping throughout his career. And it's just like, I just wish he would have leaned into the villain role back in the day and not just tried to be everyone's best friend, which is what he tried to be, but it backfired because he didn't play it right. He became a villain the moment he went on TV with the YMCA of Cleveland in his face and said, I'm going to Miami. I mean, that he was young and he made a bad decision, dude. It happens. It does. But he didn't, didn't kill his dad. <laughs> now you're Wyatt. I mean, that's just <laughs> speculatory. He does, but like seriously though, that not that what I just said. I, but I guess I just don't get LeBron that. off the court is like he's done nothing wrong, really ever. Like no, he throws his teammates under the bus. Kevin Love, perfect example. Talk to Kevin Love about he's that. He's never done anything like law related, bad anything. Anything. He gives his kids wine. They're not 21. Oh, <laughs> legal in France. Cody trolls. I, I guess I just... Stop saying France, I, dude. Chill. I, don't, I don't get the hate towards like KD when he jumped to the Warriors for a super team. But nobody hates LeBron the same way. There's all these bronze sexuals. Well, KD's just not as good. That's the problem. Oh, wrong. He's really good on offense, but like LeBron is a total basketball player. Is better when than he him. wants to be. Yeah. Look at his defensive numbers. This I mean, K- I would love to be able to defend KD, Cody. I can't take you on this one. Yeah. KD is really letting yeah, me down for the last couple yeah. of years. I'm living in the past. It's really bad. Past. He's never won on his own. No, yeah. he never really has. He had to join. Well, neither he needs Steph. If every anything, time. neither is LeBron. He needed Ray Allen. Well, he needed Anthony Davis. Cody's going. I can't take. Cody yeah, but Cody, like you need, you have to have a player on every team that's going to do something. <laughs> you can't win by yourself. LeBron, hundred percent number two best player of all time. I can't dispute that. I just don't like the guy. He also ended my favorite team as a child. Yeah, like, that sucks. Points or whatever yeah, in a fair. row. So. Just have never liked him. And we are in trouble. I dove into the analytics. These two teams were two and two in the regular season. Um but that seems irrelevant. One of the one of the Denver wins was when everyone on the Lakers sat out. So I believe we are in trouble as anti Bron guys in this series. I know the first quarter half's gone well, but just watching LeBron against the Warriors, the old school like bully ball, not settling for threes is back. He was just manhandling people at the rim. It's yeah. manhandling awesome. people. It's awesome to watch. Alex, I'm not sh- I had a question. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, the dude is 38 uh, years old. No, I'm not, I'm not sure how tuned in you are to the it's game crazy. right now, Alex. Is AD on Jokic, or who they who they have guarding it? Uh, I haven't watched enough yeah. to know. That's what I'm curious. That, that, I feel like Jokic is guarding goes, AD. However that matchup goes, we'll decide the series. Well, Jokic can't play defense. But. Yeah, AD has scored most, most times I look up. Yeah. 
I had two interesting tweets I saw that I'm going to pull up here. So you see this first mm-hmm. one? This one blew my mind. 2007, LeBron killed the going to work Pistons era with 25 straight. Since then, 94 Pistons <laughs> players have seen their NBA careers end, and LeBron is leading his team to a 3-1 series lead in the playoffs. That's bananas. Mm. And well, then, they actually won this that one series, so even better. Was fascinating that in history, seven seed has only made it to the finals one other time. So truly, you're you're saying LeBron is actually the definition of greatness, and you're finally admitting yes. it. It's good, but it's that's we get twisted. I just want him to lose, but I know he's great. That's because it's fun. Because now, I've never seen you. I've hatred. never seen you actually, or heard you actually say that he is great. I've never heard you say that ever. You know, you know. So what calling I will him say? the second best player ever is not saying he's great. That's I've never heard you say that till right dumb. now. You're being, you're being a. I've listened boy. to you <laughs> say KD's better. I've listened to you say Steph might be better. I've listened to everything from you, Grant. Don't don't you try to I twist it now and seem like oh you've always thought this. You haven't, and you know it, and you know it. No, no, I've said they can threaten. I've never given them the mantle. They're not even close. I I will say. LeBron is an all-time great leader. I will give him his flowers on that aspect. I was listening to a Larry Nance interview where, well. Well, we listened to the same podcast, Wilkins. I know. That kind of dictated where, I I guess, the Kevin Love's a bad example, but he, he, Larry Nance was essentially saying LeBron's never been the guy to point fingers in a locker room. It's always a we thing, and he's always there to help Mm -hmm. the younger guys learn, Um, Mm -hmm. which Kevin Love's another bad example there. Maybe it, like, but Larry Nance take, was on that team, and Larry Kevin Nance Love is his best friend. So that's where I will take it as that. Because say what you want, Kobe, rest in peace. Like Kobe, probably my favorite NBA player of all time. But I mean, I would that would have been a nightmare to been on a team with that guy. Like him just going at you, screaming in your face all the time. I would have crumbled. Just knowing if you're soft, team. you would not be you're able saying to Mike, that. You're saying Michael. I would love being a teammate with Michael. No, Kobe. Kobe. In my place if I knew Kobe. Oh. Well, both. Both of them are both like that. Both of them, really. Just well, Kobe, if you watch, LeBron was just putzing around in the Olympics, and Co- they had to bring Kobe that is true. to, to run through win the Olympics all. finally. Yeah. Well, we watched that. LeBron and Kobe did LeBron, that together. LeBron, like, subtweeted about all – LeBron subtweeted about all his young teammates in LA and just packed them up in a box and shipped them out for Anthony Davis. He's not like the best teammate of all no. time. I cannot say yeah, that is pretend. fair. Like the guy's been as Bill Simmons says, leadership. LeBron, when he knows his when he knows his team has a chance to actually win, he's balls deep, all in. And if he knows they suck, he doesn't care and he just turns it off. And that's, and that, and that's the one that? thing. That's the one thing that's not great. That's called front running. And I don't think we like front runners. Except when you're the second greatest player of all time by your standard. Uh, he's not a front runner. He just he just is that good. And he can kind of do whatever he wants because he's that good. And that's just how it works. If, if he stayed in Cleveland this whole time, I don't even think we're having this conversation. He took the Cleveland Cavaliers to the finals. With dirt around him. You said like he had Ray Allen later. He had absolute butt cheeks and went to the finals like 10 years in a row. Well, they played in his in his, in his his first iteration he did, but not like when, when the Cavs beat the Warriors. When he won, yeah. Good. They had, well, they uh, had some guys. He, yeah. he took that, he took that one Cavs That Cavs team was impressive. He took that one Cavs team when Kyrie and Caleb were injured. It was like a Mon Shumpert was the two on that team. 
Yeah, they didn't win. But they, yeah. they beat like right. 20. When they dropped 51, 51 99 against the, the greatest was a, NBA team of all the time. East was bad. The East was a yeah. joke. It was Remember the Kyle Korver Hawks were the vaunted one seed? I mean, yeah. please. Like Boonholzer. Paul Millsap. <laughs> I mean, if he takes if he takes this Lakers team to the finals against a what is on paper a really, really good Denver team and just beat the defending yeah. champions, I mean, then I don't want to hear peep out of your mouth i'm not i'm a panic button is i i don't think they're gonna beat denver for the record i do i just think Denver's. every, gonna, every time he gets to the I finals from here on out he's like running up the score on jordan just because of how bad the end of jordan's career was like honestly yeah yeah i actually saw uh mj and the wizards at a pistons game once and it was not pretty <laughs> <laughs> what lebron is doing at 38 is unheard of unfathomable unfathomable yeah, we, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl at 44, so it, it's just the era of sports we live in. Playing sports basketball sciences. versus playing quarterback is nope. a lot different. Cody, Cody, speaking of NFL football, the Lions, <laughs> what a transition. Rookie minicamp, we'll start with that this weekend. Did you guys see anything, any reports? Any? any yeah, I did. tickled you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sam Laporta. <laughs> Is the next best tight end in the NFL? That's what I've heard. Yeah, that's what you I read. That's what I read. Travis Kelsey, but better. I read no. Gronk Kelsey hybrid with Tony Gonzalez type hands, and he already has a brother to do a podcast with. <laughs> Gee, I don't know about that. Does have he? you heard Laporta talk? He's a pretty funny guy. But listen, no. Uh, when I actually saw Laporta talk for the first time, I thought he was a goon. But like funny, just like, like a, a goony, like soft guy. But apparently he's a dog. Loves life. Yeah, he always smiles. Just, just a happy dude. What I saw, I didn't love to see that Gibbs and Branch got knocks, early injury knocks. You don't They're like fine. to see that. Do you see the video well, today? Yeah, that, no, they took a bus around. Them two in the field, they looked totally fine. They were like walking around, chatting and dancing on the field. They looked absolutely. You were reading fine. by language. They were dancing and like practicing their Euro steps on the field. I don't think Dan Campbell wants the media to see how good Jameer Gibbs is. So they're trying to keep him under wraps for when they have no media in the practices. That is spicy. Something right there, Cody. I'm just saying. (laughs) Maybe we got to workshop that one a little bit, (laughs) but I don't hate it. They can't let Dave Burkett get his eyes on Gibbs and tell the world how good he is. Jack Campbell, though? Um, Dog. I like 46. I thought it looked good on him. Uh, Broderick Martin. I don't care. That's, that's the kid's name right from Western Kentucky. Broderick Martin looked big. Yeah, he looks massive. He looks scary. But... He told a funny story that he was like setting up for his draft party because he thought he was going to get drafted a day later. And he like had to run down to the reception room and tell his mom he got drafted so they can stop preparing the party for that night. <laughs> or like the next day. <laughs> um, I will say this. For I listened to some of the guys' like quick press conferences they had uh, from the camp. Very impressed with how they all spoke. Like nice, genuine dudes, which I think we understand that's what our regime wants. But it's kind of refreshing. You can tell they just love football and they're respectful to the reporters. Yeah. And I like that. No divas in this draft class. I'm predicting that. Agreed. I, well, I, I sure do hope a, so. I do have a question. I may have missed it. Have we signed Gibbs and Branch? No, is like do you not, do you think no. that's playing a factor on why they why they actually aren't playing? 
not usual. Okay. It's normal for them to not be signed. I don't understand how the rookie stuff works because I feel like the contracts are pretty set in stone, but I think they have to like work out a little bit of details. They work out the signing bonus. The signing and guaranteed stuff in the beginning. I know we signed that seventh round receiver and then Colby Sorsdahl, the guard or tackle. Um, But I don't think we signed anybody else. Which is interesting. I bet Sorsdahl wasn't hard to negotiate with. I think the fifth through seventh round picks crazy. usually sign pretty fast. Yeah. So they're like, holy it's shit. It's just a little con- Look at us. I don't, I, a I bunch don't of Rattaports like, and Peliceros. Just... I don't think you got to click the panic Brit button, but I think a lot of other teams no. have signed most of their draft picks. So I just wonder what's taking Brad so long here. Well, Jalen Carter signed fast because he's about to. Uh, he's trying to, to trade for Quinn Williams, probably. Oh. Um, okay. Schedule. Another huge thing. Let's do the video first. For guys like us, I thought the video was hilarious. I think they nailed it with our demographic. I will say, though, talking to some people, like I, it came up in conversation with my family. And my sister's like, I thought it was terrible because like she doesn't get that kind of humor. I so, thought it was dumb. Well, you didn't like the schedule? Lisa, I thought there was some funny bits, but like overall, the concept I thought was kind of stupid. Wow. It's better than the Chargers. Just because there's so many that were like really good, and then I was like, well, well, if if the Titans one didn't come out, I think the Lions would have been up there. But the, I think the Titans one collectively was probably the best video just because everybody could relate to it. Like everybody thought it was funny. Yeah. I thought the Jags one was funny. Really? It was like yes. Nine minutes did. long, though. Just so yeah. long. It's hilarious, though. It's hard to get people. Titans to was funny. I, I think the Chargers ones are cool. I think they're funny, too. Yeah. They're well done. They know all the inside jokes. I, I just thought the idea of like listening to Brad and Dan talk like that was pretty funny. Yeah, and, but I just thought and like some... seeing Jared come in as Ryan Gosling made me laugh. Amonra St. Clown. Listen, there were Great some funny too. bits. I just thought the overall idea of how they did it with Madden as the background was the part that I didn't like. Really? I thought it'd be so fun to work for them and like cook up those Madden scenarios. Like the yeah, it'd be fun to like do out. them and make the plays. And change the slider so you can make a 75-yard kick. but So you wouldn't have top five? I thought top five. I thought it was pretty good. I mean, I haven't seen all 32 teams. Think, think of how long it took them to make hands, that but... with, like, the Madden sim, though. Like, that Panay catch at the front pylon. Do you know how long they probably mm-hmm. had an intern had to play Madden <laughs> yeah. for that clip? I was thinking <laughs> I was, about that when like, that happened. I was like, they probably ran this, like, 14 <laughs> times. <laughs> User control a Monra on his brother on a yeah. fader out and like catch it perfectly. <laughs> I watched one where the one guy had to be the defensive end and crash him inside so that somebody could score. Because they must have tried it a million times and not done like user defense. And they're like, yeah, we got to move this guy out. It's just not going to happen. <laughs> Are you telling me I actually didn't get you? No, in I like, did. I did like it. Like, I just didn't we, think it was like even the, awesome. We, what do we need a goodie waiting? <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> like, this is- that made me laugh. I just didn't like their voices. Like it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't sound real to me. It might have to you, but it just sounded like goofy to me. Well, I mean, it's AI. I think it was as close as they could get. Yeah. And like, I thought they the like, the interns made it about themselves nuts. too many times. I the, the thing that confused me was the fictitious coach that they said like RIP to. That bit went way over my head. I, I don't. Know oh that yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know the joke. It, I, I'm sure it was funny. I just didn't know. They I mean, were, it doesn't look like Dan. It does not look like yeah, Dan. Yeah, I think they were just pre- saying it was like the other Dan. Yeah. Because it didn't look like Dan. Why didn't Dan look like Dan in the game? It's a bigger question. It's true. 
Was that um, the new quick, Madden? People are asking. I don't know. It didn't look very good gameplay. It looks like shit. That's also another thing that bothered me. <laughs> um, like, if that's the new Madden, that looks terrible. Quick random fact of the day before we get into our predictions, predictions of the schedule. I have a graphic to share with you guys that caught my attention as well. And then I have a trivia stat for you. So we may have all seen this puppy come across the internet this week. Of each team's last 4,000-yard passer, obviously the biggest thing was the Bears have never had one, which is comical. Absolutely comical. Um, Ours, Goff. But the question for you is, outside of Stafford and Goff, can you name the other player for the Lions that is thrown for 4,000 yards in our lifetime? And it happened twice. And it's it's a tough one. Any not hints? Goff or, not Goff or Stafford in our lifetime. Between the 2000 and 2010? In our lifetime. 1990. So it was in the, if one of them's in the 90s, then. Forget no, it. we saw this person play. We saw this person play, and the numbers were 4,068 and 4,208. So barely did it, but did it twice. Not very good seasons. Sean either. Hill? One year was 3 and 13. No. John Kitna. John Kitna is the answer. Mm. Boom. John Kitna threw for 4,000 yards twice in our lifetime. Baller. Which surprised me, to be honest with me. I mean, I just nailed game it. Season two. <laughs> yeah. <I> was... <laughs> well, cookie. Yeah, kind of. All right. Let's see here. AD is guarding Jokic. We're going to do the schedule. So let me get this. Best player on the Lakers on the best player on the Nuggets. Let's not look at the preseason (laughs) because we don't need that. Let's. This is the order we'll go. We'll go by name. So Alex will go first, then Cody, then Grant, and you'll just say win or loss. And any nugget you want to share. You don't have to. You can just say win or loss if you want. We'll start with the Chiefs. I have to go first, of course. Alex Cody Grant. Alex Cody Grant. Loss. Win CJGJ revenge game. I have a loss here. That's that's wild, Cody. I think you're I think we're gonna I'm sorry. The Chiefs are just so good, dude. They're just not gonna pick against them. Who's he throwing to? I wouldn't be surprised if they won. I'd be a little surprised. Seattle, win. home, fourth field opener. Win. Win, because the Seahawks are messing around and taking away snack carries from Kenneth Walker for Zach Charbonnet. What a joke. Mm. Win as well. So Redemption. We'll there. Home game, Falcons, 1 p.m. Fox. Murder. And Jeff Okuda gets torched on Ford Field. <laughs> Unnecessary. Win. Easy. Win. Uh, at Green Bay, Jordan Love Thursday night, eight fifteen Prime Video. Win. Close. I hate to do it, but I I have us beating the Chiefs, so we're due for a letdown early. So I'm going to say loss at Lambeau. Okay, that makes sense if you're following that logic. I got a win here. Now we go to Carolina. Redemption from last year's debacle. Home, Ford Field, 1 p.m. Bryce Young. In a torture chamber. Win. <laughs> Bryce Young's not even going to start. to be Andy Dalton. Therefore, we're going to win by even more. This actually might be Bryce Young's first start. And he's going to get be. just it could be. obliterated. And you guys don't think he's going to start out the game? They already no, said, they said he is. Andy Dalton. Yeah. Really? 
Yeah. And he's little. And when he gets Hutchinson and some other dudes in his face, he's screwed. Plus, we have real turf. Um, So, whatever Carolina did last year was unfair. Vic Torrey. Win as well. Okay, now we go to at Baker Mayfield, Tampa Bay Bucks. They stink. They stink. I got a bad feeling about this game. Win. Cody's got a bad feeling. We're going to win, though. All right, I got to win as well. So we got a lot of sweeps here to start. Uh, but now it gets a little interesting. A lot of fans wanted Lamar Jackson. We get to play Lamar Jackson and Odell at Baltimore, 1 p.m. Fox. And um, Lamar shoves it down our throats because we haven't played a quarterback like that that can run around. Loss. Aaron Glenn can't scheme against quarterbacks like this. For whatever reason, I don't think we have the speed. It has been the case so far. Sorry, Aaron. So lost. (laughs) I have a loss as well. So we are really lockstep right now. Let's see how things move to Halloween Eve. Las Vegas Raiders come to Detroit. First Monday night football game since 2018, I want to say. It'll be rowdy. It'll be loud. They have a solid team with Jimmy G, game manager. But what happens here? It'll be a party and a letdown loss. Late Devontae Adams touchdown. This is my stunner. Oh no, Jimmy G. This would break. Jimmy us. G. will be injured by this point. We will be playing Jarrett Stidham. Uh, I have a, I have a Jerry Jacobs seatbelt gang pick six to seal the win. Ooh, I love that detail. I have a win as well. I think this crowd is going to be crazy, and there will be a big buzz in the streets of Detroit after this win. Probably some arrests, but it'll be worth it for the win. Bye week. That's a W. Now win the bye. We win the bye week. <laughs> Out of the bye at Los Angeles Chargers, the anime goats, SoFi Stadium, 405 CBS game. Reminder, Lions probably, are on a two-game losing streak for me. Probably Nansen Romo. Probably. And the Lions come out of the bye week angry and win. Wow. Six and three. I think this is a loss. I think this is uh who's the Chargers wide receiver? I'm blanking on his name. This is a Keenan Quinton Johnson. This is a Keenan. This is a Keenan Allen. Uh, aud- Mike Williams. Keenan Allen audition game for Brad Holmes here at SoFi Stadium. Guyton. Hmm, audition game. I like that. I have a loss as well. So we're all so the same right on this one. Six and three is what I have. Six and three. Home against division opponent, the Bears. The second division game of the year. They're stacked late in the year. Alex. Victory. W. <laughs> w. You just don't lose to the Bears at home. Sorry, Bears fans. Your time's not here yet. Um, Back-to-back division games at home. Love that. Green Bay, assert your dominance. Thanksgiving, gobble-gobble, 12.30 p.m. Does Dan Campbell get his first home victory Thanksgiving no. here? Yes, he does. Victory. <laughs> We're going to get Jameer Gibbs eating a turkey leg after this game. W. Jameer Gibbs might go crazy in that game. <clears throat> Jameer and Jameson both have turkey legs. Eight and three. Lions. Okay. At New Orleans, this is a very intriguing storyline game. We have our regime going back to their roots. New Orleans has a lot of mojo. They should win their division. I've seen on FanDuel that they're like higher odds to make the playoff than us because I think their division's so weak. But they got Carr. They got Kamara. They should have maybe Michael Thomas. I don't know his status. Um, 1 p.m. though, Fox. What do we think here? 
I think it's tough to go play there, and I think that uh, we lose. It's the I NFL. Think, it's I, think Dennis, I think Dennis Allen is a bad NFL head coach for that reason. I think we're I agree. This game, and I also Kamara might be suspended for a few games. That um, does matter. So I'm not sure where Thomas that comes. might be not in the lineup anymore either. He usually fizzles out. They do him. have a Crystal Lave Grant. They do have a receiver. Based on Cody's thoughts, that was where my mind went. I got nervous, and I realized it's Dennis Allen, not Sean Payne. I will take the win. I will take the revenge game for Dan Aaron. I can see them hugging, walking off the field of Superdome that they just conquered their former employer. So we have storyline. nine and three for me. Eight At four. Chicago Bears, Soldier Field, Division, 1 p.m. December. Now, the reason I had them lose to the Saints is because then they'd be in a letdown spot against the Bears. But no, not me. They're not in a letdown spot. They're in a must-win game, and they march into Soldier Field and pull it out. I can't get the Panthers game last year out of my head, and Soldier Field in early December screams bad grass to me. So I think we're going we're gonna to let something down here with Justin Fields. Loss. I think it's going to be a gross field, like Cody said. I just think we are going to dominate them in the trenches because they are soft and we are not, and I think we win this game. And we're rolling right now in my head. And then we follow that up with, we welcome, let Russ Cook and Sean Payton to Ford Field. Time TBA for uh, either Saturday or Sunday of that weekend. No, yeah. Now, this one's tough. Mentor, you know, the whole shebang, Sean Payton, Dan Campbell. But it's at home. You got to defend the den, so it's a win. The Broncos might have a bottom five offensive line in the league. For that reason, I think Hutch, Hutch goes crazy. This is a Hutch like two three sack game. Maybe maybe James Houston as well. So I'm going to give us the W here. Now, Cody, I'll warn you. They're trying to reload that. Sean Payne is trying to reload it. We'll see though. Look at what the Rams did. The Rams. Yeah, I think Denver's going to be pretty good. The Rams tried to reload it last year. I- I do too. And as dumb as it is, um, if this game was at mile high, automatic loss. But since I saw it's at four field, it's a yep. win. I have us up to 11 and three. The buzz is an all time high right now wow. for the Lions. 10 and four for me. So with that, we head to at Vikings, won the North this past year, 1 p.m. Fox, Christmas Eve, big day in the country. What happens at U.S. Bank? What happened last year at U.S. Bank on Christmas Eve or whatever? What was that holiday where they came back? It was right around the Eve game was the Giants whiteout. That was the Giants whiteout game they won on a field goal. What was the game the Vikings came back from 500 points? That was December 18th. That was a Saturday game, right? That was a Saturday game. I think it'll go similar to that, except uh, the Vikings don't come back and the Lions absolutely dominate them. Dan Campbell, for whatever reason, can't coach in U.S. Bank Stadium. He always crumbles and makes a bad decision, so I think we're going to lose it. Just because it happened once doesn't mean it always happens. It's happened the last two years. We lost to the Vikings first year. But that's because we sucked. I think think both these teams are going to be playing for the postseason at this point. It's going to be a rowdy environment, probably another whiteout. Vikings are going to win this game. And it's going to set up an interesting chess match for the last game of the season. Now, we follow that treacherous environment up with going to Cherry World, 8.15 p.m., which looks like it's going to be played on Saturday as a Monday night football game. Um, what happens in this puppy? 
Yeah, we lose. <laughs> Just don't see it. Cody? I think at some point we're going to win a big road game, and I think it's here. Ah, uh, mine was the week before. Yeah. Nice. Mine was the Saints. Um, yeah, I think we lose this one as well. I think people start panicking because we just came off a high of 11 and five or 11 and three. Now we're 11 and five. Gut check time. Michael Parsons is still just going to be nasty. Oh, he's going to go crazy because of Alex wanting to draft him for sure. I don't particularly like love the Cowboys this year. Like I think overall we're a better team than them. I just think you're going to get in a Jerry world at night and it's going to be a house I, of horrors. It's going to be bright for us. The rest will probably a little bright for us. Bonus. I kind of just think the Eagles really laid out the game plan for how to deal with Micah Parsons last year. And you could just run right at him. And I think given our offensive line, I don't think he's going to be that big of a problem. We'll find well, out. I hope. Coach listens. We were a horrible team down. last year. Yeah, played there. Nice. So. Crazy to try to predict also the health of each of these teams. By also them. true. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then we wrap it up at home. Probably another massive game for stakes with the Vikings. This is either Sunday, oh, Sunday or, Saturday. or Saturday. It says could be flexed. We'll see what happens. What do you got? How do you guys think we wrap out the regular season? W. I think this is going to be for the division. I think it's going to be the flexed game that was the Jacks Titans last year that pushed to Saturday, Monday night game type thing. So it'll be two weeks in a row for us. And it's at home. And despite the last time they played in the final game at home for the division, I think this time they get over the hump and finally, finally do it. NFC I'm just, I just think there's a lot of question marks on that defense for the Vikings. Uh, and you just can't slap Brian Flores on a Band-Aid over that. So I think this is going to be an easy win in a rowdy environment. I think it'll – I think it's a win. I think it goes similar to last year's home game. Like it's not going to be just a, a walk in the park. But I think I think they'll make adjustments from that first game and they will get the dub. That's what I predict. So I have 12-5 and five as my record for this team. Me as well. I think I had the same thing. Mm. Well, that just feels wrong then. It does feel wrong. I had different For context, losses than you. Last year, uh, no pressure, but Alex and I had nine and eight, which was right on the money, and Evan had ten and seven. So last year we were all over this team in May, which is crazy to guess. But we'll see then if twelve and five holds to serve. That, well, it kinda I think, feels I good, think Grant, Evan's, that we're in lockstep again. Evan's gonna fall well, yeah. around ten and seven, I think, just based off yeah. his opinions normally. So Lately, there are a yeah, lot of questions about Evan's negativity. He was the most bullish last year, but he might be down on him a little bit. No. <laughs> um, my only other questions were, are there any things that jump out to you about the schedule? Like what you're most excited for? Maybe, uh, what did I write down? I wrote down games that stand out to you, most excited for, most confident in, or least confident in, minus week one. So you can... T- answer any of those i'm just curious where people start no, my just overarching opinion is our road games are tough all of them really i would say outs outside well not tampa bay I tampa's tampa the bay only should, one that's not tampa in my that's head. what i wrote down i think tampa bay's the most confident game i'm in like i cannot see us losing at tampa bay i i don't see us losing at home against atlanta I hate where the bye mm. falls. I think they're solid. I wish the bye would have fallen after the Chargers game. Since it's a long road trip out west, I would have liked a week off after that. I like that, Cody. I like that nugget. That game, besides week one, which I have as an auto loss, this game with the Chargers is the game I 
would say least confident. And I think we just don't, I don't think we win that game. Yeah. Something about Justin Herbert. I, I know we're going to have a letdown. That's why I picked a Vegas loss. The, the thing I will say, though, is all the games after the bye, there's a lot of teams that have bad, like a lot of guys with bad injury history. Like think of the Chargers. Like Joey, will Joey Bosa play in that game? Will Mike Williams play in that game? Will Keenan Allen play in that game? Their the whole Saints, team is actually a walking Band-Aid. Will Camara, Michael Thomas, um, the Cowboys, like – Will Dak play in that game? There's there's a lot of question marks in this in the back half of the year that I think could fall our way. How I like to look at schedules a lot too is like don't worry about the team, just talk about the quarterback you're going to play. And outside of Herbert and Mahomes, you Lamar's fringe, but those are the only three quarterbacks I remotely that remotely strike fear in me when I play them. Yeah, my team plays them. Lamar. Did you watch that's, what Lamar did to us last time we played him? I said fringe. I mean, that just seems biased. Yeah, he, he also might, hasn't played in a while. Might be a a jackass and not hire an agent and all that schmaz, but he's he's a very tough player to prepare for. Yeah, I said those three are the only three that I get nervous about playing. Everyone else, I think, is pretty. We did kind of look out on the JMO suspension too. I feel like those are very winnable games without JMO. Agreed. I think you should go four and two at least. It's the hard part is like, I know we did it last year, but asking to go four and zero against Green Bay and Chicago is asking a lot, in my opinion. Even though we did do it last year, but it feels like we have to do that again this year based on where those two teams are at, assuming Jordan Love is not that good, which I do not think he will be that good. I think he'll be better than you think, but. Like, give me a comp. You think he'll be like Dak Prescott year one? That's actually a really good comp. I was trying to think in my head. I think he could get there, yes. Thank you, Cody. Mm -hmm. Well, if he is, then those games become significantly tougher. Yeah. Significantly agreed. Um, okay, quickly, we just have Lotto and then PGA, and we'll get out of here. Lotto, I mean, we kind of talked about it at the top, so I don't have a ton. Um, I did write down some coaching rumors that I saw that I wanted to ask the crew about. Um, essentially, we have our three finalists, and then Monty Williams is in the mix, but it's between Charles Lee. Jaron Collins, Kevin Ollie, they all interviewed with Tom Gorris in LA earlier last week. So at the like beginning of last week. And a final decision isn't expected until after tonight's lottery. So my question is like, is there any like what do we think the reasoning for that is? Do you think these coaches were waiting to see what pick we got? Or is it more just waiting for Monty Williams? Because I was confused on why you can't just hire a guy if you like him after we get interviews before the lottery. I, I think in the NBA you have to wait until the doom and gloom like second round because I, so many teams put hold so much water in getting to the East and Western Conference Finals that like you saw Doc Rivers today get fired. Uh, you saw Monty Williams get fired. There's all these – like the top three winning as head coaches the last three years are all fired now. Um, so you just you really do have to hold out if you want to ultimately get one of those guys because it is possible. But I I think I've, I'm falling more into your camp now, Grant, where I, I don't think any of those hires help us, um, like Monty Williams. I think, you know, you look at – I know Missoula struggled in the playoffs, but look at, like, what the Celtics have done. They've gone from 
I mean, Emo, Emo Odoka, say what you want about him, but they've just pulled assistance within their group of guys, and it's they found success in that way. I know they have Jason Tatum but still. So I think either Jaron Collins or Charles Lee is probably my hire. But my question on that is, does Kevin Ollie coach one of the um, two twins? I do um, not know that. So his job is interesting. He's not a coach. I can confirm that because I've seen that tweeted out. But he works for Overtime Elite. Like he does talent development, I believe, for Overtime Elite. More of a mentor, maybe like works on their skills and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's fair to say he's interacted with them a lot the two times. That's that's where now where the draft fell. I think it's probably a lock we're ending up with one of those two or Jarris Walker. So now in my head, Kevin Ollie could be the right hire, given he's already worked with one of those two guys. Yeah. It almost rubs me the wrong way, though. It, I'm not saying it'd be settling. But, like, if you just hire Ali and then you draft one of those kids because yeah. Kevin's like, we should do that, just feels like you're not giving the process the right yeah. due diligence. But, it, like you said, it'd be weird if we do hire Ali and then don't draft one of them. That tells me that the front office really doesn't think that highly of either of the twins because if you were going to draft one, you'd do it when you just took a guy from their system. Yeah. I did see, though, from Mark Stein – uh, this is from a Bleacher Report article that he reported on Sunday that Ali, quote, has been increasingly described in league coaching circles as their preferred choice for Troy Weaver. So I don't know if that means Ali's the front runner of the final three, but then Monty Williams throws a wrench in it. But Monty Williams is also being interviewed by a bunch of places. So I'm not sure. I'm wondering where you're at, Alex. You've, you're not doomsday if we hire Ali from what I remember. I'm team hire Kevin Ollie. And I know it's You're just I know on. it's super controversial, but I think he has a lot of respect from NBA executives, NBA players, played in the NBA. He it, it might not have worked in college, whatever. I mean, he did win a national championship. Let's I mean, it's no easy task to do that regardless if he screwed it all up after that. And the other two they just haven't they haven't done anything. I don't know them. So I'm not and Budenholzer just got fired, so is an assistant coach for that guy even that good? I don't know. Probably not. Maybe. But if if he was, wouldn't he just get the Bucks job right now? And then who's the other dude? Jaren he was a assistant with the Pelicans who was with the Warriors during a lot of their titles. Yeah, which so not, he was around yeah, the culture not, that won. That just reminds me of Matt Patricia. No thanks. Well, just just remember what happened. To, uh, <laughs> Luke, uh, what's, his, what's his last name? NBA yeah. coach. Oh, Luke Wallen. He when he went to the Kings, like that failed miserably, and he was around all those Warriors. He coached the Warriors during all that. So, like, okay. I I know everyone's yeah. doomsday about Kevin Ollie, but I don't think it's like I yeah. I think it's the best option of the three. I I also and over think- Monty Williams too. He's he's been around the G League, like he he knows how to work with a lot of these young guys. And you have to think of like where are the Pistons today? It's all young guys. Like we have to develop talent. Still, we aren't. You know, I know our goal is probably the playing game or to make the playoffs at all. But we're not we're not in a spot where we need to compete. We still have a lot of guys that are twenty one, twenty two, twenty three. We we still need to develop talent. I think Kevin Ollie can help manage that. So I think that's probably where he Troy seems Weaver like the lies. perfect development guy, and yeah. he's not. Dwayne Casey, who can't relate to players anymore and whatever else and doesn't know how to play defense, yeah. yada, yada, yada. 
the biggest thing would be like I don't I have no worries about Kevin Ali managing a locker room. I just wonder like what is his X's and O's. That now. is the question that, that I would wonder. The, defensively, yeah. But but I'm I mean he coached about, a team like, to win the national championship in college basketball. That isn't you can't have no X and O knowledge, no nothing, and and manage a game in the NCAA tournament if you don't if you don't know anything. It just does not happen. He's got. He's got swag too. Like he's always been a pretty clean cut guy yeah. as well. Like I think he like would represent the face of the Pistons well. And what to your point, Alex, I have seen quotes come out from like Pistons accounts pulling up old interviews with, with like LeBron, KD, some other big players, KD saying like I think this guy could be a really good coach in our league, which encourages me because that's what I was banking a lot of Wenban Yama stuff on is because like Giannis was saying about Wemby, this guy is going to change the league which sucks even more now that we didn't get him. But when you see other NBA players say that, they don't they don't always say that. They don't they don't no. go out of their way to give other people credit a lot. So I can talk myself into it. I was certainly would give him a fresh chat. Like I'm not gonna hold any ill will once he if he gets the job. Like I'm all in. Let's do it. And then if he fails, he fails. But I mean can it, it get was, worse, it dude? Like if he if he no. sucks, like is it a big deal? No, it's not gonna be any different. Yeah, what's going to happen? We, we're the worst team again and get fifth pick. Yeah, I mean, I mean we've just done that two years in a row, basically. So Take a yeah. shot. <laughs> I think he's perfect um, for developing young guys. Anything's better than yeah, Stan Van Gundy. Our whole team. I do not. Yeah, that's the whole reason I don't want Monty Williams or any of those guys. I don't want some old geezer and throw it back and see if they can revive whatever career they had. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it anymore. Imagine Stan Van throwing it back. It's disgusting. <laughs> Big golf tournament this weekend, boys. Big golf tournament. Not really, though. Although it's a big golf tournament. Let's not kid ourselves. It's You're a just major, not a golf guy. It's a low major, but it's had good finishes recently. It's actually provided some drama. We had the Mito Pereira. Last year was great. On full swing. I just said it was that. actually uncomfortable to watch last year. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. Either using draft, I I think I use DraftKings, but FanDuel same thing. If you pull that up, we got the odds. Um, for those that are new here, we do a favorite and a long shot. Favorite is uh shorter than five thousand odds, and then your long shot has to be greater than, you know, five thousand. I guess your favorite could be anything, but the long shot has to be above five thousand, or else we're just we're not doing anything crazy. Um. Does anyone want to start? Because I will start because I don't want my favorites to get taken because I only have one don't favorite. Start. I'm I'll start. <laughs> Evan's favorite is Xander Shoffley. Oh, Evan did give his, yes. I love Xander. Didn't he do that for the Masters? He did that for the Masters. Yes. Yeah. So X-Man. Go ahead, Grant. My favorite, which I should have just waited because I don't think anyone would take him. I'm rocking with Tony Finau for this tournament. Yeah. I think this is his time to win. Bold. And you know why? He's playing well lately. Because when you guys when you guys think about PGA, that's when a lot of guys get their first major. Guys that are kind of on the fringe, that are good golfers. Usually that's when they break out, in my opinion. So I think Tony Fino, this is his chance. And I that's read not necessarily game, true, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> his game matches this course is what I read. Just because Jimmy Walker won the PGA championship. I mean, there are other guys around him. Phil Mickelson, Justin Jimmy Thomas. Jimmy Walker sounds like a lotto pick. Brooks Kapka twice, Rory, Jay Spieth. I mean, it's actually all favorites in the last like 10 besides one. So anyways. No, but like when they – like Brooks, I think it wasn't just the first – He won it back-to-back. Back. First major he won though. Yes. 
maybe. I'm saying this is the tournament where you got you, you get your first major win, is what I think. Not Jordan Spieth. Not Rory McIlroy. Or Al. Actually, I think it might be Rory. We're, I think we are due for a live guy to win a major, just given how they performed at the Masters. And Phil finished second. Phil finished second. Anybody I mean, can play well. Brooks blew up on the last day, but there's something to be Still said about Alex. these guys golfing less and less. And I know a lot of these PGE guys have been a little upset at how many tournaments they're playing now. So I like taking the guy that's dominated the PGA Championship in the last few years, and that's Brooks Kepka at plus 2,000. I mean, wow. he's won it twice since 2018. So I, I need a strong showing well at Augusta. That poop tour. So. <laughs> it just feels like live. I like life it, is almost at a lull, and Rory's not even saying anything about it. And it feels like we're due for just that. Just Rory's that focusing on his own game. Back. Rory stinks right now. No. All right. Well, my guy for the record was plus two thousand two hundred. I should say that. Uh, yeah. What the odds were? Wilkins was two thousand. Um, so I would pick Jordan Spieth. Obviously, I'd love to pick him, but he's injured, and I don't just do it, dude. Yeah, oh. and he withdrew last week, so I don't know what his deal is. I know, I think he's playing, but it seems like Wait. a bad favorite to pick if he's hurt. Oh, he withdrew from the tournament last week, and now he's playing in this tournament. Uh, he's scheduled right now to play, but they withdraw late all the time. Okay, so that just and the odds reflect that. I mean, he's at plus forty five hundred. So, uh, I can't pick him as bad as I want to. So, I have to pick someone else. 72 points at the half for the Nugs. What a whopping. Play some defense, baby, score. Braun. 72-54. Oh, it was 10 when my iPad died. Uh, so, favorite um, between two guys, both plus 3,000. I'll go Nino Pereira redemption. I'll go Grant's logic, a uh, player that's been close but is ready to break out, and it is Cam Young. He's close. He's he's competed at every major since he started. He was a rookie last year. He always seems to find his way in the top ten. I like it. I love his swing. Stops at the top. It's crazy. So yeah, give me Cam Young. Nobody picked Shepard. He's sponsored by Major League Baseball. Well, I picked him last oh. time and I got boned. Jairus Walker mocked to the Pistons at five. John Rahm seems like an obvious pick, too. The dude wins all the time. But if it's so boring if you just pick those two. I don't know. That's, that's why I didn't. They're like under plus 1,000. It's bananas. Scheffler hasn't finished outside the top 12 since in like 23 tournaments or something crazy. But yeah, so we What's can't. Cam Young's odds? Plus 3,000. Wow. You said a long shot is 5,000 or greater? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we know Evans. It's Ricky Fowler mm-hmm. right at plus 5,000, right? It is actually yeah. plus 5,500. Ricky Fowler, <laughs> that is Evans' long shot. I wrote that down because if, if Evan was on, I was going to clear, like, demand to go first and just take Ricky right out under his nose. But we'll give him that one for his troubles tonight. <laughs> no one will take mine, so I can go last if you guys want. Wilkins, you can go. I'm between two not. golfers, but I think I'm going to go with Joaquin Neiman. He's he's like a guy that's always Joaquin. He's he's, yeah, he he's like on the live and he sucks. Well, and he's small and he hits the ball something? short. Well, whenever I hear that name, I think of the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix. Do you know where <laughs> Joaquin Neiman played college golf? Trivia question. Wherever Joaquin Phoenix. Got it. Oh no, he went to UC Santa Barbara. 
so that's in, so confident. It was in full swing. He was there for. He Mito went to Pereira University of Pereira. South Florida. He was oh, there for Mito Pereira. Mito Pereira crumbled last year, so I just think he's a good guy. Yeah, bad pick. Mito's wife. I was, I was between him and Sahid. Oh, I do like oh, Sahid. Big Sahid guy. Grant, I'll go. Sam Burns, he absolutely pounds the golf ball. And fun fact, (laughs) Sam Burns and Cam Young were both in the final four of the WGC Dell match play earlier this season. So, you know, why not? And Sam Burns actually won it. And guess who he beat? Cam Young. Cam Young. Who did he beat in the semifinal? Scotty Scheffler. Scotty Scheffler, yeah. Wow. So Sam Burns, good golfer. Wow. What a pick. What's his odds? Plus 5,500. So he's right on that long shot line. Joaquin's 66. Seven, I'm right. Little devil number there. One more from the devil right there. Okay, mine's way long shot. So sprinkle. Let me scroll. Hold on. Let me guess. Sheamus Power. Plus 11,000. Keegan Bradley. The resurgence (laughs) of the Keys. That's not way down there. Uh, 11,000. There's a lot of players in this field. Taking a lot. A lot. I know, but you're taking a long shot if you're over 10k for a, to win a tournament. Take Chris French at plus five hundred thousand. I read an article about this. Um, the guy made a good point. They said that Keegan thrives on the East Coast, Northeast Coast, where he's from. You know, he, I think he's a Boston guy, from what I believe. I feel like Barstool got behind him at one point, so he's a Boston guy. These are his courses. I don't know about the exact grass, like Bermuda, what we're working with, but the guy was like, he's done well in these courses, and he's actually been playing good golf this past calendar year. Yeah, he's so I'm okay. on Keegan Bradley to be in the hunt. He uh, like on, on on Saturday he might fall out, but I think on moving day he'll be he'll be a name to look for. On your breakthrough logic, he uh, broke through and won a PGA Championship. Fun fact. He's done it before. He has. Of course, obviously, because it rotates. But it is being played in Rochester, New York. It might be cold. It might be rainy and Oak cold. Hill, I believe I looked up the last tournament for a PGA here. Was it like in 2013? I forget who won it. I read it, but I forgot. It was not a big name from what I remember reading, because I would remember it if it was a big name. But 2013. So we don't have a lot of precedent with this crew of people. Duffner. We did not have that. Duffner won it in 2013. Ah, the Duff. Eh, he Duff withdrew. Won it. He beat Furick. Oh, he's still around. Wow. Well, I read PJ yeah, Champions tells you to come back and play. The last time we were here, Furick versus Duffner in 2013. Last time we were the Duff. dancing at this course. <laughs> um, all right. That's the show. Cody, how would you grade your performance? Great. You're not going to give your first round leader? No, I don't have one. Not for the PGA. First round leader, Masters. Shane Lowry. There's a dart. Uh, Harris so English. To rate my performance, you know, I think I performed today. I think I performed. I think I'm going to sleep well. I don't have any concerns about my performance. I think the guests are going to be begging for me to be back. Um, and <laughs> I think it was a nice change of pace from the doom and gloom. I actually submitted a question this week on when when will Evan be positive on an episode. Um, that so was you, listeners. Listeners will, yes. <laughs> <laughs> listeners will approve us of positivity, even with the draft odds. So, thanks for having me on, folks. We got a. I think you did great. We got I a voice too. note too that reminded me about Evan. I don't know who it's from though, so we'll have to play that next time. So, if you're listening at this point, we'll play your voicemail next time. And I had flashbacks, Cody, when you were talking there 
of course you do well, you know, being with bit money. And people forget that Cody, I think, was the first ever guest on the Shoots and Tour show <laughs> in my dorm. So I think I might have to try to find that clip NBA expert. Of like the worst. I, I called in about NBA. Yeah. <laughs> it was like Russell Westbrook drama with the Thunder. <laughs> and it was just off a phone I, call into a mic, driving, and it was bad audio. I was driving to a Michigan-Michigan State baseball game in Ann Arbor during that, <laughs> and I called in while I was parking. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Cody's been bred for this. I thought you did very well, especially on the short notice. Um, overall, sad night, but we managed to do the most of it. We had the Lions going 12-5, and five, so if that comes true, then people will forget about Victor. Wendell I'll leave now. the people with something. I, I think all the bad karma that Detroit is feeling right now is going to lead to something great with this Lions season, and maybe with the Tigers. Boycott's going to end. No, it's not going to crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I do believe in that, though, where all of our teams got so bad at once that they all, theoretically, should be all good at the same time. It's just going to be we got to be patient. A little staggered, maybe. Yeah. A little staggered. Some better than others. But, uh, yeah, with all that being said, cheers to episode Cheers. So 121. Number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. Don't forget it. <laughs> and it doesn't end. Uh, should I go get Taco Bell or not?